0: Welcome, everybody, to another awesome episode of Great News Weekly. I'm your host, Jenny Craig-Brown. We are here with GreatNews.life to bring you guys all of the great news happening right here in the Northwest Indiana region. And, of course, today, like all others, does not disappoint. We've got some really cool stories for everybody. And... As always, I love to hear your good news. So fill me in on what's going good in your life this week. Comment below. Tell me anything that you'd want to tell me. What's going well? What are you excited about? It can be something small, like someone bought my coffee today. Or it can be something huge, like I saved someone's life or I made it an impact. Whatever it is. Comment below. Tell me all your good news. But in the meantime, I will kick it off with some of our great news, right here in our region so as most of you know or have heard by now march is women's history month and of course us here at camp life are celebrating for the entire month <laughs> most certainly uh recently emily long joined the growing group of female eagle scouts across the nation as the first female eagle scout in Michigan. our very own life for kayla got a chance to interview her about her experience kayla
1: Hi Emily, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Hi, i glad to be here.
1: Alright, so I'm super excited to interview with you today. Uh, many of us previously know Scouts BSA as Boy Scouts of America. How does it feel to be one of the
2: first female Eagle Scouts? I am incredibly grateful for the opportunity. It, it feels amazing that I got to <laughs> go through the program.
1: Um, It is my understanding that the BSA is a character and leadership development program, like you said, for all kids. So what kind of training do you have to go through to become an Eagle Scout and kind of learn those leadership skills, like you're saying, and those selflessness skills?
2: So there's a lot of leadership within the troops that you do and a lot of community service so not only are you active within your unit and um, learning a lot of self guidance there's a lot of getting into the community and interacting with public officials and um, organizations lots of um, communication skills that you get to learn over time in Scouts.
1: Awesome. Um, Is there a specific training course that really stood out to you during all
2: of this? So I did end up taking, um, well, I took NYLT beforehand, so it wasn't necessarily during my time as a scout. I did enjoy that. That is something that a lot of scouts will take on their journey to Eagle, although it is not necessary to do so. Um, While I was in Scouts BSA, I was able to go to NAIL, which is National Advanced Youth Leadership Experience and that was held in West Virginia at Summit Bechtel Reserve. That was by far my favorite training I have ever taken. It really took all of the trainings that I'd been to previously and made it into a more hands-on active learning experience. That's
1: awesome. That's so cool to hear too. That's a really great experience to have. I'm jealous. (laughs) So what advice would you give to other young women like you hoping to become an Eagle
2: Scout? I'd have to say definitely don't give up. There will be rough patches and you know, we're still in this in-between phase of adjusting to women and scouting in the the BSA um, troop side there has been women in scouting previously so um really just keep going don't let the negativity get to you there's you know nobody's gonna stop you from doing what you want to do except for you so just keep keep doing what you want to do That's awesome. Yes.
1: Awesome. Great advice. And I think some young ladies out there should definitely take it to heart. And I mean, I'm not your age, but (laughs) I think that's something that all people can take to heart. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Emily. It was great to meet you. And I really think you're going to inspire some really great women out there to be just like you.
0: Oh my gosh. Kudos to Emily. What an amazing young woman right here in our region. We're so proud of you. There's some really great comments. Stephanie Smarrington said that's fantastic. Congrats, Emily. Um, And Kayla actually said, I absolutely loved interviewing Emily and getting to know her and her journey to Eagle Scouts. It really is a great thing that she's doing here. And it's great to see more female Scouts come into the arena as we grow and especially to celebrate during women's. History Month. So also for Women's History Month, I wanted to make certain everybody knew that we did just recently had I had the honor of interviewing Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch for our All About the Girls podcast that just launched um, the day before National Women's Day. So on Sunday. So check that out. You can find it on Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts. It would be another great kind of celebration, way to get you motivated during Women's History Month. She's a really well versed, educated, strong female right here um, as a Hoosier right here in Indiana. So definitely check that out as well. And again, kudos, Emily, keep up the great work. Keep your head as high as it is, as it is right now. It's fantastic to see. So next up, as many know, Boys and Girls Club is a safe haven for children to learn and grow through inspiring and fun activities. I recently got a chance to tour the Boys and Girls Clubs of LaPorte County with CEO Michelle Shirk and board member Leanne Killingbeck. Let's take a little step out of the studio and head over to the club. Hi, I'm Michelle Shirk, and I'm the CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs
3: of LaForte County. This is Leanne Killingbeck, and she is one of our board members. We're here to talk to you a little bit today about our clubs and how we've evolved our programming during the COVID-19 pandemic and what's next for us. We are now in the entranceway of our Charles R. Westcott Club. This is one of our three clubs. The other two are at Pine and Springfield. The kiddos come in the door. Uh, Right now, they're coming in after school. Earlier in the pandemic, we were open extended day when schools were closed, uh, we would provide virtual learning support and things like that. But regardless of the time of the day, they're coming into a club, we want to create that really welcoming atmosphere. So we're just going to kind of take you through and show you a few of the rooms here at the club. So we are now in our STEM lab. Uh, This is a relatively new room. We have everything from uh, steam kits that are commercially created to a 3D printer to just some good old-fashioned supplies that you would use for science experiments. We have done some uh, of the ever popular toothpicks and marshmallow structures. There was a unit on architecture using Legos, so the kids watched the video and then they created their own. As we move forward, we are looking forward to getting some more involved
4: projects going in here now that we're back to our core after school programming. So, this is one of the rooms that we customized during a Comcast Cares Day a few years ago when the community came together to volunteer. We were able to customize this room into a cafeteria. So, this is the chill
3: room. Uh, We tend
4: to sometimes put our older members in here. It's just a room that
3: has some flexible seating. We still do our best to encourage the distancing, you know,
4: but but it's an alternative to just sitting at desks. Here's another one of our program rooms at the club. As you'll see, this is set up with proper social distancing uh, for all day programming here at school. And this was actually a classroom for many of our youngest students here. And this is our biggest flexible
3: space at the club. Uh, I think it's around 4,000 square feet. And so that's proven to be really great, obviously during a pandemic when you need space. So this section we use as our rec area, all of these awesome games have been donated. We've figured out ways to do them safely with lots of sanitization in between. We need to be ready to adapt to meet new community needs as they arise. And we are excited to be moving into our after-school programming again. I know that the kids that are with us are getting a really great experience. Uh, Our staff are amazing and phenomenal, and I can't say enough about the hard work that they've put in over the past year. And then we want to stay free. Uh, That's a change we made this year. We've always been very, very low cost and affordable. But this was the year that we were able to, thanks to our community support, eliminate all membership fees. We don't charge anybody a
4: cent for participating in any of our programs. We're actually in the middle of our annual campaign right now. Everybody can go online right this second and donate to us every penny goes to our kids, to our programming, to things that we need, uh, things that Michelle has talked to you about today. We've shown you around our club. Now is the time to help us continue our mission to help the kids here in this community. Please go to bgclpc.org to make your donations. Everything that you donate will help us. It will help our children. It will help our community. We appreciate
0: you. Those kiddos got me. They're so, so cute. Uh, Cammie mentioned the same as I was thinking. I didn't realize there was so much fun for kids to do at the Boys and Girls Club of LaPorte County. Thank you so much for showing us around, Michelle. It looks incredible. It really is incredible. And I think we asked in the comments, has anybody been to this updated club? And that's a great question because these guys have made this such a great fit for and for a need in the community. Michelle has done wonderful things to assist during a pandemic. She's grown this um, really well. And as they mentioned this, they have no fees. So they've done away with all fees, thanks to donors and supporters throughout the year. So please um, head over to their site, give them some love. The it's such a great place and it's such an incredible opportunity for us to have this right in our own backyard, right? LaPorte, Michigan City, LaPorte County. Um, fantastic. So, and also happy belated birthday to Michelle Shirk. Uh, she was such a wonderful tour uh, and her birthday was just yesterday. She's a wonderful connection. If you've never connected with her, she and her family are a staple in LaPorte County. So kudos to you guys. Keep up the great work to all of the Boys and Girls Clubs. Awesome. So I think we've all had that feeling that there aren't just enough. There just aren't enough hours in the day. Life for Steph and I took that um, and wanted to get together to show you how to manage some of that stress. Stay healthy, stay organized and get prepped for the week with a little food prep. Check it out. Hey, everybody. So as we hit the new year kind of sprinting, as we always are, stephanie and i wanted to share some tips and tricks about food prep when food prepping there are some quick and easy steps to get this all situated first up pick your food and plan your meals for the week so picking your food and planning your meals will allow you to create a grocery list and once you create the grocery list get the food bring it home and then you can cook and distribute the food in individual containers to have throughout the week. Some choose the same meals each day, some mix them up, and others do a mixture of the two, maybe the same breakfast, except for different dinners throughout the week.
1: I really don't like wasting food so the first thing I do is I assess what we have in our refrigerator that's either going to be going bad or we made from last week so that way I can incorporate it into my breakfasts and lunches for the week ahead and then I kind of go from there. One of the things that I did incorporate this year that I didn't do in previous years is more fresh whole foods and less processed. So that does take a little bit more time because I do purchase more fresh foods to go into what our meals are. So right now I'm chopping up ginger to go into our Korean food truck tacos that we're gonna have this week. Sometimes when I'm
0: cooking I get serenaded by my kids.
1: I also do a partial cook method where I'll brown it and then I'll put it in the refrigerator half cooked until we're ready to eat it for the week ahead. I also like to do crock pot meals during the week, so that way it's all prepared and ready to go, and all you have to do is turn it on in the morning.
0: So that's how you properly food prep for ease throughout the week, the ability to simply ensure that you're getting the health and nutrition that you and your family need, and all while cooking less We'll try to get you guys some new tips and tricks as we go. If you guys have any tips or tricks, fill us in as well. This is something we've been doing for a while, but would love any help learning any new tips as well, guys. Take care, get your food prep on, keep saving time and eating healthy. Thanks. So there's a little lesson from my crew, uh, If you have any tips, comment below. I would love to know how you guys get it all done. Um, You know, this is a really big focus on National Women's Day, Women's History Month, all these things. And I think as women, we tend to try to get it all done and fit it all in one day. So any advice that anybody has about how to make that happen, how do we get it all done? This helps me immensely. I usually food prep on Sunday, uh, anywhere Friday night. I'm the cool kid prepping food on Friday night to Sunday sometime in there. I try to get it all done and then I don't have to cook for the rest of the week. So that's kind of my tip uh, trade trick to just get everything done, get it out of the way for the week and really just best prep for the week ahead to be the most successful Uh, Kelsey Costello mentioned having this segment at lunchtime is criminal. (laughs) Uh, Great point. Should have thought about that maybe a little better, but you guys can take these tips and tricks home. Uh, Stephanie is just a wonderful cook. I, you know, I prep food to have it done. She preps food for an entire family and she has to get it to a point where they can eat it. So she's much better than I, she commented, I have been food prepping for this for the past couple of years. And it's so helpful during the week. I prep on Sunday for the full week ahead. Exactly. Perfect. Stephanie. And your input is so fantastic. The browning, the meat was something I did not ever do myself. So that was a really great tip. And just, it's an amazing thing for, a person like Stephanie with an entire family to cook meals uh, for an entire family that the entire family loves and gets it out of the way nice and early. So great job, Stephanie. Uh, Thanks for taking part in that with me. So those are my good news tips for the week. You've got some food prep advice. You've got our first female Eagle Scout and of course, the lovely Michelle Shirk and the boys and girls club clubs of LaPorte County. So thank you guys for tuning in. Tell me your good news. Comment below. Share this with someone that would love some good news. If you've never been before, if this is your first great news uh, weekly, you are welcome to come back next Wednesday. We are live every Wednesday on nwi.life and Valable.life Facebook. We also go live on YouTube. Or if you can't watch live and you'd like to listen later, you can listen to us uh, on Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Tune in, tell us your good news, keep coming back for more good news, and hopefully I'll see you all next week. Take care.